<laughs> That's going to be the opening soundbite for this episode. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, uh, Cyclops. <laughs> Are they speaking Klingon in this episode? <laughs> Welcome to Repeatable, the podcast where we check out something old and decide if it's worth coming back to. I'm your host, Seth. And I'm Matt. That's Matt. Hi, Matt. How is your week going, Seth? Good. Good start to the week. Nobody in my house is throwing up or ill or anything, so I'm happy. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. Uh, a good uh, thing to have happen in your house. Nothing. So yes. <laughs> uh, how's how's your week going? It's going pretty good. It was. Uh, I lost my glasses for a period of time, so I had to go for about two days with only wearing sunglasses. So that was different. I got to feel like Cyclops, and I was whining at everyone. <laughs> I can't find my glasses. And then just randomly uh, attacking people about the smallest, like, slight. And then hyper-defending my wife on everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Gene, Gene wouldn't be a bad guy. She, she couldn't do it. Gene wouldn't uh, lose her glasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what episode are we talking about today, Seth? Uh, we're talking about Final Decision, the, or The Final Decision, if you want to be pedantic. I don't know which one it is. The season finale. Season finale, season one finale of the X-Men animated series. Uh, how is how is this one for you? Oh, I liked it a lot. I felt, as I was like making notes and I was watching it, I'm like, it feels like there's a lot that happens within a 22-minute Span like I feel like they really tried to make a, a mini movie in itself within a twenty something minute uh, time constraint. Hmm. Yeah. No, I I would agree with that. It also felt a little bit like this could be a continuation, or I guess it probably is. But I feel like this is a a continuation of episode one and two, which were you know two parters. So like essentially episode one, it feels like it just kind of is finishing off that story. So yes, it, for sure. I guess it's kind of bookending the season, which is kind of cool. It was. It did a very good job. Uh, sometimes uh, certain shows stumble across the finish line, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, I felt that this show did a re- really good job and did a, was a way ahead of its time with this uh, MCU-style post-credit tease-inspired <laughs> ending. Of this episode, which oh, we'll yeah, get to. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so we start off... It, it, I guess I didn't time it, but it felt like the longest recap ever. And the, one thing that I noted, we watched this intro a lot. One thing that made... As we've gone through a full season now, and this was the last episode, I went through the intro and sat there and watched it. And it makes mm-hmm. me sad that like Cyclops has the coolest intro. And he's just oh. he's he then then he's on screen and it's not this guy who's like takes off his glasses and shoots lasers while screaming like that kind of cool guy. It's, you end up getting this guy in a skin tight blue suit just like come on guys stop fighting guys. Yeah, yeah. I I get maybe like maybe one, somebody should uh, to reanimate the intro to present the characters as they actually appear in the first season. So Psychops would be whiny and annoying. Uh, Gambit would just be hitting on a woman. 
um, creepily. Beast will be holding a sign that says not guilty with a question mark. <laughs> Beast is just behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was in uh, only a handful of these episodes, really, when you look back. Yeah. That, yeah, he was essentially, yeah, essentially, he was like a, a cameo person like this season, which you, uh, you think of the X-Men, I've always thought of Beast as uh, one of, you know, the founding members and all that, but yeah, barely even in the first season. Um, I guess before, because we're going through the intro now, before we jump into the episode, just like a, a very brief synopsis, it's just it continues from the last episode in the sense that now Senator Kelly has been taken away by Magneto, and the X-Men are trying to track down Senator Kelly, and there's twists and turns that leads to a, a final battle, if you will. Mutant stakes couldn't be higher. That's without getting anything away. I think that's a pretty good overview. Yes, good points. I'm gonna my, I'm gonna close my work chat now because it's very distracting. <laughs> well, th- so this episode starts off with uh, so Senator Kelly has uh, been kidnapped for like the thirteenth time in a day. Uh, <laughs> this time uh, uh, by Magneto, um, and the show sort of like a television thing saying that they're blaming mutants, which. Yeah, the mutants did do this. Um, I like this. Even like the one of the opening lines is like Senator Kelly is like, "What do you want?" And Magneto's there. Your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Again, sometimes the the overacting of Magneto gets to me. But this episode, I don't know what it was. It's just I'm not sure if I was just really craving the melodrama. But some of the lines he delivered, I was like, "Oh, I'm I missed you, Magneto." Yeah, he's very. Uh, he is very theatrical. Uh, a point you've made before, and like that, especially even just down to his costume is like so big and like <laughs> just uncomfortable looking. Like it's got this. It's not just a cape that drapes. It's like the cape has to like, like I don't know. I don't defy gravity, and like it's like just huge. And he just, it just seems like the most uncomfortable costume. But he's committed to his role. And then when he takes off the helmet, he has this like long, luscious locks just flowing too yeah his shoulders have constantly got to have like just blood seeping from him from the uh <laughs> his, his pointy helmet yeah for has. sure <laughs> he turns his head and just stabs himself uh was it there I, again he gives a quick line about uh senator kelly uh saying like like i agree with you senator kelly that uh we can't get along uh, the humans and uh, mutants cannot coexist, and that's why we have to attack while the humans are divided. And then he does like a flashback scene, and unintentional funny. It's just him like floating outside of the window, <laughs> like creeping in on the conversation. Like he knew exactly where to go and look in for the uh, gambit versus gambit fight. Yeah. I laughed at that. that. That that was pretty funny just to see like him clear, clearly visible, <laughs> looking at looking in through the window at them fighting. Did we cover the uh, the awesome opening line? I know we said it last week, but the uh, my watch is stopped section. Did we recover that just now? No. Oh, yeah, we recapped that. I just I I think I would have found it funny if. Uh, when uh, Professor X said, my watch has stopped, and then it actually had nothing to do with the situation. It's just an early sign of his <laughs> senility. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was supposed to change the battery. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't do that. My, 
my watch is stopped. I know I, I, know I wound it. <laughs> Somebody's replaced my watch. Sure thing, Xavier. Sure thing. Also, I have down here, for back to Magneto, uh, holy cow monologuing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just... Wow. Like, it goes to the theatrics of it, but, but yeah, wow. Just, but, but, like, the monologue, he goes, he dangles a metal thing over Kelly's head. He's like, don't kill me, I have a family. Then he talks to him, like, when I was a child, I saw men executed, women, children. I swore that I would never again see this kind of death, but we must prevail. Like, it's like, yeah. I, I swear the writers for uh, Magneto do not fully understand that this is a kid's show. <laughs> they just send Magneto, <laughs> Magneto lines in and the rest of the writing staff are like, are you are you okay, Steve? Like, you realize that like, we just had an episode a few, uh, a few episodes back where it had Juggernaut sort of like making puns, right? Stephen? <laughs> are, are, you, are, you, are you okay? Steven's seen things. Oh, yes, and then that's when the Sentinels come and tear the yeah. top of the ship off, which is very cool. I this is the, I I know that I've seen this episode because I remember that part. I remember the part where Magneto's like, you're sending robots after me, and then the Sentinel's like, we are, this, this Sentinel <laughs> unit is made of plastics. And then his... Exposition. The, didn't have any effect on it. Yeah, which I thought... I. I I thought thought at the time was cool and still do think is cool, but obviously uh, it wouldn't be plastic nowadays. They'd probably have said some kind of non-magnetic uh, alloy or something. Because I don't think plastic is really a good idea. No, no, no. It <laughs> doesn't seem like the best Carbon material. Carbon fiber or something maybe would be a better thing to. I do. I do like when Manito is fighting them off, though. Um, you'll see more later, but you do see some blood trickling from his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was I, I was remember surprised you to see. mentioning that. Yeah, you mentioned that to me like off air. I think you t- mentioned the blood. So, and then later on, it's like when they find him. You're probably gonna come back to this, <laughs> but later on when they find him, it is costumes torn open at the stomach and i think it just his he was supposed to be like abs with blood all over them which still was quite a bit for a kid's show but it just looked like intestines (laughs) to me it was like like his stomach had just been ripped open well if you look too you see on that scene as well from the corner of his mouth dripping down there's blood is blood too so i'm like Mm -hmm. again that's I i did not expect that in a show, they must have like a quote of how quick it can be on screen because each time there was blood, it was very, it was flashed, right? Like, yeah, it wasn't on there for very long. And probably, I, I, I'll be surprised if we see it again. I'm surprised we saw it here. Mm-hmm. Now we go. He, uh, McDo fights him off. We go and we see the uh, X Men trying to track down Senator Kelly. Uh, they found Magneto, and so they were going to track him down. The plane ride, Gambit has normal eyes. Just thought I'd oh, yeah, I, 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 I throw that. Uh, beautiful uh, shot where it shows like uh, them starting to land in, and it has the camera tilt down, and you see the reflection of the moon on the water, then Wolverine jump up onto the landing and then jump into the reflection. Mm-hmm. Again, it was just a really nice shot. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> they find they find a sentinel's head and Gam a gambit goes oh, a sentinel. The Wolverine goes, you know, for most people, it usually takes a whole sentinel to scare them. <laughs> I laugh at <pretty> him. <laughs> He's such a jerk. <laughs> but Senator Kelly 
is having the worst day ever, eh? Because he finally mm-hmm. thinks he's saved. We go to Master Mold, who's making like a bajillion sentinels. <laughs> and then the the other scientist there is like, okay, take Senator Kelly back to his office. And then Master Mold's like, no, I'm going to replace his brain with a computer. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the part where the episode, for me, stumbles a little bit. We're getting a little bit back into that kid logic stuff. Yeah. I mean, even if they'd done the same thing but dressed it up differently, like maybe he'd come up with some kind of, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, what am I trying to say? Like, Manchurian candidate mind control thing, I think would have worked a little bit better than we'll replace their brain with a computer. So that's all of a sudden now the new thing they have to worry about. Um, yeah. Master Mold's looking a little bit chunkier. Looks like he needs to get yeah, on the Stairmaster. Looks looks a little bit preggers. Well, you, you, well, you know, sometimes, like... <laughs> <laughs> you, you have some kids, and it's hard to to lose some weight after that, right? Like you get you. That's you, that's true. It's a, yeah, a hard transition. It's the it, it goes to the round table, and they're talking about the sentinels, uh, and they have to scan uh, Gambit's brain, and mm-hmm. then the Ghost Rider cameo. Yeah, I got that down. <laughs> Ghost Rider. What else flashed? Was that? Is it what else flashed? I think it was just all the other, like, just Rogue was in there and whatnot, but it was, then we saw, yeah, Ghost Rider in, like, some kind of sewer or something, I think. Yeah, like, jumping at him, and then it goes off, and I was just like, again, that's a little fan service thing, but I was like, I'm like, man, I really hope that pays off. I hope that he's in there somewhere. The X-Men appear in the Spider-Man show. Like oh, do they? Wolverine, I sh- I'm pretty sure Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine shows up in the Spider-Man show. I don't remember if there's any crossovers in the X-Men show, uh, and I also don't remember if Ghost Rider's in one. But yeah, I agree that'd be cool if somewhere down the line they have Ghost Rider visit. Like they wouldn't just throw in uh, something like that without having it be like hoping, at least hoping for a setup later. Yeah, that, there's, there's got to be some hope that there's going to be, that they can make make it work, right? See what the reaction's going to be. I did like the part that they go and they find Gyrick, and then they go to stop them, and like, uh, Cyclops is like, we have to be careful about this. And Storm's like, don't worry, we'll be as gentle as the soft-falling snow. And then, like, the car hits a tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just destroys the car. Like, luckily, they both walk out, him and the driver. Like, nothing happened, but that car got wrecked. Mm-hmm. As uh, soon as she says it, soft, gentle snow, and then it's just, like, thunder, storm clouds, <laughs> way, uh, wind, blah. I, I mean, I think that was the point, but, I, yeah, I also found that humorous. Um, he does a military-style rolling and escaping, and then Wolverine sitting on Honest <sighs> Abe's lap. I like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a humorous image, and there's like they keep using the same shot throughout the season of like Wolverine raising his claws up, and like each time he's about to come down and stab someone, there's always someone there to tell him no. Like <laughs> just let the guy kill someone. Come on, <laughs> like he's always just like no Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, no, we're not going to kill him. Oh. I, I bet you he's pretty annoyed because he's probably not ever actually going to do it. So he'd be like, probably by now he's like, 
guys, can I'm not actually going to do it. Just give me. This is intimidation. Okay, <laughs> stop yelling at me. Well, he's he's going to do it one day when he's by himself. He's going to raise his claws and then he's going to just pause for a moment and look around and be like, "Oh, no one's no one's going to tell me not to do this." Dang oh, it. this is this is awkward. <laughs> boys, hold me back. Hold um, me back, boys. The most conveniently timed uh, phone call in the world. Uh, cowbell kid logic where it's like uh all of a sudden gyric his phone's open and it's the scientist like master mold has taken over his plan is to do this this and this please send help <laughs> right it's on speakerphone for some reason for all of them yeah. to hear his cellular phone yeah ooh. you notice that <laughs> fancy technology um yeah they're calling him and then they all head off and i i do like uh, Cyclops actually got a good line. He said something along the lines of, "This time I'm not leaving anyone behind." So, like, which is a good callback to Episode One again. You know, it's like, uh, like we're talking about, like I mentioned, bookends. It's like yes, he's referring to Morph and Beast. I do. I put on here that it's like they they have like a, a Suicide Squad esque mission where they're like they know they're going into a situation that will be very hard for them to uh, survive. And Magneto like stumbles in in very rough shape, saying that they'll all die for nothing. Um, and then like it's like sort of a nice speech, being like, "Well, everyone is like, is it for nothing?" And like the mm-hmm. slow X Men. Ding, 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 ding. As it, <laughs> as it, like, sort of, like, they make these decisions. I, it's only undercut slightly by uh, Jubilee. It's like, okay, I'm going to go. Wolverine's going, like, you're not going, kid. And she's like, and she's like, I'm not a kid anymore. And then immediately starts starts crying. <laughs> I'm like, that kind of yeah. undercuts the whole, I'm not a kid anymore. But be like, I love this team so much. You guys are the best. <laughs> and then they all... Uh, go to leave and then again some good magneto lines because strings start to build up as one by one they stand up and decide to go and magneto's mm-hmm. like you're all fools <laughs> <laughs> there's like pause heroic fools and then as they, yeah. as they as they fly away on the plane the music's really swelling and he's like the brave are always the first to die again I'm like who is writing these lines for uh, Magneto. This, these are just great lines amongst this kid show. And he wasted that one. He was all by himself at that point. Oh, he doesn't care. He's for the dramatics. He'll he'll tell people the story later. He'll be like sitting there with like <laughs> Juggernaut being like, so they flew away. And you, you know what I said? The brave no, always shit. die first. Oh, no, you did not say that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. No, oh. you didn't. Off the chain. Um... I like that a plane is showing up. Basketball's like, a plane is coming. And then he sends 999 million sentinels to <laughs> to try to react to it. They're all waiting around an elevator shaft. All of a sudden, there's a card there. The sentinel puts his face right next to it. It's like, what is that? It appears to be the ace of spades. <laughs> and an explosion, yeah. Apparently, sentinels have a good... Uh, a- good working knowledge of uh, human card games. That's good. Good to know. It's good that they have that built in their repertoire. Yeah. Um, Just in case. Outside, they're uh, fighting a million sentinels. I like Jubilee uh, sends a water tower on one. It's like, I got one! Yeah. Good, good job, Jubilee. Yeah. 
Uh, I remember what I was saying. Uh, I I really like the the I really like the part, although they kind of missed a trick when the there's a shot of the Sentinels all warming up, powering up, and you see their eyes turning red. Yeah, and then it's panning over, and you're just seeing this long line uh, of Sentinels as their eyes power up. And then it pa- it continues panning over, and then you just see a couple of sentinels, uh, like eyes just lighting up in like the dark. So it's completely pitch black. Yeah, I thought that would have been a really awesome point to just have like a bajillion eyes start lighting up, like just everywhere, just like red all across the screen. It's like you know, kind of a you don't have to show all the sentinels, but you imply like. There's just a heck of a lot of sentinels yeah. in the dark back there. I, I think it would have been cool if they just held in the blackness just a little bit longer and then just had like pinpricks of light showing up just all across the screen. That would have been very cool. I agree. And there's there's too many of them. There's like a million of them. And then on the fight scene above ground, they all get overwhelmed. Um, it was the uh, Scott and Jean and Wolverine and Gambit are able to escape them because they have a little hole out in the side that they all fly past and no one notices them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I like then they're getting overwhelmed and they're all uh, sort of losing and then Magneto shows up to stop the plane crash. Like, did you think mm-hmm. I'd let you die alone, Charles? Right? Um, <laughs> Again, no one can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he, I like the... Um, and then the as they're attacking too, their rogue is just getting destroyed because there's like two sentinels on either side of like this uh, train crushing her in between, and she's trying to push them. Like that's gotta suck. I I, I don't remember exactly if this is jumping ahead or not, mm-hmm. but it's around this time this this fight scene. Um, <laughs> you mentioned a funny shot before. This for me is the funniest shot. Professor X is flying the plane. He's coming to the rescue, too. It shows Professor X, and it's like, you know, things are... It's too many of them. We need something, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, or we can't take down Master Mold or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like... I, he's got this, like, this like I got this attitude about him. And the camera pans back, and the back of the plane <laughs> is just filled <laughs> with... Boxes and canisters of TNT and gasoline. They might as well have said, had Acme written all over them. When did he load the plane up with all that stuff? I I had that in my notes, too, because I was like, either A, they found it there and found time to load it up, or B, they flew across the continent uh, with the whole team in a flying death trap. (laughs) (laughs) Right, (laughs) one or the other, with probably Wolverine smoking a cigar right next to them. (laughs) Yeah, can you just not smoke just for five minutes, please, Wolverine? (laughs) Uh, Good, good fight scene. I like Wolverine uh, tries to stop, uh, save Gambit because there's some Sentinels in the dark because he could smell them with his nose. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes uh, some laser gymnastics in the dark by like jumping over the lasers. Um, is it just lit up whenever a Sentinel shoots his laser out? Um, Which is cool. That, that is like cool. That. Uh, Gambit breaks his way in to help him, and Wolverine's shirt is ba- is badly damaged. <laughs> badly damaged, <laughs> just blown straight off. <laughs> um, I did like the whole uh, Master Mold 
because uh, they're like, why are you doing this? Mastermind's like, because uh, to protect humans, it's like mutants are humans, and so humans must be protected from themselves, right? The whole overarching, like, kind of like racism, like all everyone's human, da 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 thing, right? Um, yeah, you, you know, da 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 thing. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, da da da. Humans and blah blah. Yeah, I got you. Gene and Cyclops. Scott come up with a genius plan to get Senator Kelly out of there in the middle of the room. <laughs> Senator Kelly's laying on a table, and Scott's like, "Now, Gene!" And so Gene like levitates him up, and in front of everyone, just starts like <laughs> guiding him through the air across <laughs> across the hallway towards them. And then obviously, Mass Mold's like. Stop it! <laughs> Shoot! Because of course you would. I'm like, you think that? Like, do they think that you that think was going to work? Can't see you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why I found that scene as funny as I did. But I laughed. I laughed pretty good. I'm like, what? Is, what was the end goal there? Did you think that no one was going to notice him in the middle of the room floating? Uh, yeah. No, it's, uh, humans float. That's we we have that ability sometimes. No. Well, I like that the doctor goes and because he goes and he sees the uh, so he goes they shoot Scott. Um, and Scott's lucky because uh, the Sentinel goes. I like, I do not need to destroy because I do not fear. So I'm like, good, it's a good thing that's why he didn't shoot like a killing shot. Um, but then the doctor shoots his laser at like an active propane tank. And starts like exploding everything. Cyclops, they all outrun the flames because Cyclops digs a hole that I guess the fire didn't go with for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do like that. Like the biggest problem is solved because they're like Master Mold's in trouble. All the Sentinels fly into the hole just in time for like it just to start exploding everywhere. Wolverine and Gambit mm-hmm. kill the last little bit of Sentinels, and now Wolverine's shirt is completely gone. Gambit's yeah, clothes are unaffected. Mask is un- un- <laughs> Gambit's clothes unaffected. Wolverine's mask unaffected. Just a little, little bit of skin for the, uh, I don't know, I guess the 12-year-old girls that happen to be watching. I don't know who that was for. And you know, every 12-year-old girl is just like, oh, I want a stocky, hairy guy. <laughs> stocky, hairy Canadian. Oh, That's yeah. The- uh- uh, then Cyclops burns his way in, and like they finish like destroying this thing. Everyone's fighting. They see Wolverine. He has like tattered shirt, Sentinels everywhere. And Cyclops goes, "Wolverine, are you coming, or is this your day off?" <laughs> Screw off, man! <laughs> yeah. That's again needlessly aggressive for the situation. They all escape. Uh, Rogue goes and gives like Gambit a kiss, but puts her hands up. And then, like, wait, yeah. and then Gambit like turns towards the camera and is like, "I don't understand this woman." <laughs> it's like, wah, wah, wah. "Oh, women, am I right?" <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" Um, yeah, but then, yeah, then the whole Master Mole pops up. Uh, but yeah, a plane just full of TNT. Um, is McDito and uh, Xavier go again? But I, I like the fact that like, Xavier is falling down. Again, he's talking to no one. He's like, "Magneto saved me." Uh, where is he? And then Magneto shows up. Like he, uh, there was no one else around, so he was mm-hmm. just saying that out loud. 
And McNeil's like, I'm sure we'll meet again, Charles. We're even. It flies away. Yeah, I like. I really like the fact that it, this whole season has really established that complicated relationship of like they're on different sides of things. They will fight if need be, but there's that sort of kinship still among them that they don't necessarily. I don't think either of them wants the other person to like get hurt or die per se. They want the other person to change their mind, and they're at an impasse, right? Yeah, the, they're friends. Yeah, they're bu- they're buddies and pals, best buds. Um, I guess. Did you know that senators have the ability to set prisoners free without a, without a trial? <laughs> um, uh, apparently, yeah. Uh, especially when they are in fact guilty. So, well, and then uh, bees hang upside down, quoting Shakespeare as they go, and they let him out. Uh, the other X Men show up again. Everyone's in their normal X Men gear except for Storm, who's just wearing normal clothes again. I I really do like that they like consistently make her wear normal clothes. When, yeah, <laughs> like she really does not like the have the costume on. Well, uh, for on on that end. Uh, her costume is formed by weather, which I don't get. Like, hers is the only one that kind of just spontaneously appears as a result of her powers, right? D- yeah. Does anybody else do that? Uh, I think everybody else puts it on like a regular person. That's true. But at the same time, <clears throat> still, she knows to take it off and put on uh, a realistic-looking clothes. Hold on, my neighbors open their garage door. I'm going to wait a sec, because that's loud. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the opening soundbite for this episode. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Uh, uh, Cyclops. (laughs) Are they speaking Klingon in this episode? (laughs) Uh, That's your neighbor's garage. <laughs> the uh, Cyclops, uh, he's talking to Gene, proposes to Gene, and not very subtly, they're, they're sitting in the field, a shadow goes over the sun, as Gene's like, if we have children, Cyclops, they'll be mutants just like us. And then it's like Cyclops is like, I wouldn't have it any other way, as the sun, <laughs> as a cloud moves past and the sun comes out, and they're like sitting there for like a lovely... Uh, on the blanket in the sunshine, and then it has the what's it, Mister Sinister? Or what's his, uh, what's his name again? Yeah, Mister Sinister. Mister Sinister. Uh, it just has sort of it has a screen that he's watching him from the flowers, I guess. And then, <laughs> and it, it, it seems like again, it seems like a uh, like the original um, Thanos. I guess I'll have to do it myself. Post credit yeah. uh, tease where it's like, and it's, it just shows him like laughing at the situation, and then it's like it goes to the ending credits. That's the end of the season. It ends on yeah. a cliffhanger, on a, a little bit of a cliffhanger. You kind of breeze by something that I found interesting. What's that? Uh, Gene's like, our our kids are going to be hunted, and and it's going to be you know <laughs> have horrible lives and whatnot. Cyclops is like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Really, <laughs> really. <laughs> so like. You got a magic. We know time time travel exists, or any number of possible ways in which the future could be different. You were given the opportunity to make it so that life was easier for your kids. You wouldn't do it. It's like, nah. I want my kids to suffer like I did. Nah. 
I'm that kind of guy. Now, Seth, I thought this would be an interesting thing to do because we've done the seasons, right? And we'll, let's see how mm-hmm. memorable the episodes are. I'm going to go through the episodes, just go like re- roughly quickly through them, a brief synopsis of what happened, and you tell me that in hindsight, from your memory's sake, if you think that they are repeatable now that we've made it through the end. Okay, are these in any particular order, or yeah. are these random? No, these are in order. Or, We're starting with the, order? the okay. first two-part episode, Night of the Sentinels, where they go and it introduces everyone to the X-Men characters, and they uh, you see Morph die, and they introduce Jubilee, the, the introduction. Do you believe that the Night of the Sentinels, part one and two, is repeatable? <sighs> this is hindsight? Yes. No. See, I sorry. See, I still think <laughs> it's repeatable. I, I I love those first two episodes. I think that it does a very good job of setting everything up. In my opinion, the episode mm-hmm. three, Enter Magneto. We meet Magneto. This is the episode where uh, Wolverine smashes through a console because he. Where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> um, is, do you think that this episode where we introduce Magneto is uh, repeatable? I, I found his plan to be too painful to watch, so no, that one's not repeatable for me. I'm on the fence. See, my, my big thing here is, like you said, episodes blend together, because the next episode is Deadly Reunions. Right, mm-hmm. and it has uh, to do with uh, Sabretooth going and infiltrating the X Men, but it's very much connected to the previous episode, right? So I'm having trouble picking apart because they're all they're blending together those two episodes. Uh, well, but what do you what do you think about this? Professor Xavier joins the X Men in a desperate fight to halt Magneto's reign of terror, and Wolverine's longtime rival Sabretooth. Infiltrates infiltrates the X Men headquarters. That's what it says for Deadly Reunions. Do you think that Deadly Reunions is repeatable? Uh definitely not. No, I'm uh, I'm. What is that number four? four I'm yeah. four for four so far. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not going back to those ones. No, no. I and you know from from like a go back and watch again episode. I, I guess. Because that's well, guess what it is repeatable. Would you watch it again? It's not, it's not saying mm-hmm. whether it was good the first time around. It's whether you want to watch it again, right? That's what, is, it, is it repeatable? And yeah. will, will, will I feel that Enter Magneto and Deadly Reunions has high spots? I don't know. I'd go back and watch that again. Um, the episode five, Captain Hearts, obviously repeatable. Let's go to the next one. Uh, <laughs> Hey, wait, 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 wait a second. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> episode 5, Captive Hearts, where we meet the Morlocks. Is this episode repeatable, Seth? Uh, a heck and a no. That's no Morlocks. If I if it, X-Men Universe, I get myself a, uh, a, a piece of cardboard and a stick, and I write, no more Morlocks, not just waving that around. No more Morlocks. My pithy uh, one-liner. Not repeatable. See, this is where we're going to disagree, because I think this next episode is repeatable, and you have repeatedly mentioned it as an episode that you didn't like, uh, Cold Vengeance, where they are with Wolverine's little sub-story in the Arctic. I'm going to get you, Wolverine! The big saber-tooth monologues. 
Repeatable? Yeah. I, I, nothing surprising coming from me. Nope, not repeatable. <laughs> I, I would watch that one. Um, episode seven, which I, for some reason it doesn't have a title beside the screen where I have it loaded up, but uh, it's the one where they go to the island of uh, Genosha and the uh, slave island. Slave island, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you say <laughs> slave islands repeatable? Uh, no, no. no. I, I yeah I no not for me I, I I agree as well I like the introduction the introduction of Cable right mm-hmm. but it's not repeatable uh, the unstoppable Juggernaut episode eight where uh, Juggernaut shows up and we meet Colossus and yeah we're also going to disagree on this one that one's my repeatable I'll start there yeah eight episodes in you found one that to repeat. Um, yeah. No, I would not watch that one again. I would want, but again, I'll give the asterisk that if my kids ever wanted to watch an episode, I'd probably put that on for them to watch. Um, yeah. Episode nine. Um, again, I apologize. The thing I looked up, they don't have a title besides this one, but it's a, a doctor at uh, Mir Island uh, Mutant Research Center claims to have found a cure for the uh, mutant gene. So this is the one where it has a whole bunch of little subplots going on where. Uh, we see Apocalypse show up for the first time. We see uh, Gene wanting consider not Gene uh, Roe considering getting the uh, the cure so she doesn't have uh, to be a mutant anymore. Um, the episode mm-hmm. is called the Cure. Now I just remember the that. Cure. Yes. Um, yes. Would you say that the Cure is repeatable? Yes. Yes, I would. I would also agree. Uh, I think here on out they're repeatable. Yes, I think I think that's what we're going to see. Enter, come come the apocalypse, the apocalypse four horsemen episode. Yes, repeatable. Mm-hmm. Days of future past one and two. Definitely, de- repeatable. definitely repeatable. Final decision and, we just watched. And that one, uh, that I feel like uh, for these last three episodes, uh, final decision less. Uh, the the least of the three. I don't think it was quite as good as yeah. Future Past, but at the same time, good. I I would repeat. It. Yeah, I'd, I, I'd I'd repeat from what was it? Episode eight, the cure on. I, yeah, I don't I don't think the final decision would is a very good standalone episode. I think you need to watch no. the Days of Future Past one and two to go into it. If you just were like to repeat that episode by itself, it wouldn't have the same impact. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's the full season but set. There we go. We did season one. Fantastic. We did it. Yay. What's what's next um, for us? Well, next, we're going to uh, take a break. Um, we need to see, because I don't know about you, but I have not caught up on uh, our homework. So no, no. we're going to be doing we're going to be doing Batman Hush. Um, which is a comic book series in the early 2000s by Jeff Loeb. Is that how you'd pronounce it? Yep. I have to look that up, too. Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee. Um, uh, comic run that I have fond, fond memories of. <laughs> uh, no, 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 for real. I have fond, fond memories of this comic. And when it came out, I was following it as it came out, and it it uh, is the... It, uh, at one point in my life was the pinnacle of comic books uh, for me. So I very much remember enjoying this. So uh, we're not going to get into any of our... Because we, we've kind of talked about this already. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure 
anybody that's been following this podcast already knows where or I stand. But I just want to say I have very fond memories of this comic. So we're going to give it a reread, and uh, we're going to give our thoughts. I don't know if it's going to be next week, though. We'll have something for next week, I'm sure. But, yeah, we'll think uh, of something. I don't know if we'll get for get to this for next week, just because I also want to talk about the movie a bit, too. So we'll have to figure out when we can fit catching up into our schedules no sounds good sir are you gonna do your little jazz number or you gotta get out of here i think i think the music's already swelling up here we'll do a we'll do a little catch up because i have uh chicken cooking in the oven too it's hot like this this track that's underneath us right now um (laughs) so what, what have you been up to this week seth uh, have you fin- uh, have not- you finished the show yet? The TV show, the yeah uh, um, uh, Midnight Mass. Yeah, yes, I am halfway through the last no. episode. Halfway through the last episode, and uh, very good. Um, d- are we talking spoilers up to where I've listened to? Yeah, sure. Spoilers if you haven't seen Midnight Mass yet. Uh, I pause as so again. People are scrambling for their 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 dial tune dial or tuner on the radio whatever they're listening to this on (laughs) um i i love the revelation that uh the father paul or his real name is john uh that she had a kid with that one woman sarah is the the kid the daughter's name i guess the doctor that was a that was like a whoa okay cool i i didn't think any uh revelation of that sort was coming this late in the game but there you go the the everyone locked in the church scenes pretty intense, eh? Yeah, <laughs> I've been watching. I'd be like, "Holy crap!" Like, like, where where do you go from this? Yeah, so uh, I I'm not sure because you watched it a while ago, so maybe it's difficult to to discuss only halfway through an episode without you accidentally spoiling anything. So we'll we'll leave it there. Yeah, no, but I'm yeah, not definitely. I, I, uh, I know that happened in the. Bill, I know the the last episode deals with the aftermath of some of the stuff that happens with the church, so that's the only reason why I've stopped there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I finished reading Planet Hulk. Okay, and I gotta say, I like I didn't think I was gonna be like, oh man, I love this Hulk show, mm-hmm. uh, this Hulk comic. But man, I love this Hulk comic. Yeah, it was very good. It was all about like. Like him growing as a person, and it talks like about like sort of like racism between uh, the certain species on this planet that he inhabits, and uh, you get to see like him rise, and he's almost like a religious figure. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very, very, very good, and then it leads directly into uh, World War Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, but it's so good, Seth, that I just really want to jump into World War Hulk right now, right? So that's, okay, that, that, well, shows, that shows a good sign. I, yeah, exactly, yeah. And World War Hulk, I've read, so we can actually discuss that at some point. Um, so it's it's a good one. I I should probably read Planet Hulk at some point. You should. Well, how do people get a hold of us, Seth? Uh, I think they should go on one of their computers and type in uh, repeatablepod at gmail.com if they want to send us an email. Or they can check out the Facebook page at repeatablepod on Facebook, and that's where we post any updates or delays or anything else that's going on with the show. And uh, I think that's about it for right now. 
Well, Seth, thank you so much for chit-chatting with me. Yeah, same to you. You have a good week, Matt. You do. Bye. All right. Bye.